Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 99 of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Big episode next week. Yeah, number 100. Who would have thought we'd get up to 99 and off to 100 and continue on from there. So look, welcome back everyone. Um, today we're doing a market update for everyone. So probably hear Melinda's voice a little bit more with some information. Obviously, um, a lot of research goes into the market updates as well. So Melinda does put a lot of time to those. As I do mention, um, this information, if you want to have a read through, is on the website at streamlineproperty.com.au. Have a look at that through the blogs and you'll get a little bit of a market update. So would you like to give us a little bit of an overview? Absolutely. Yes. Um, Welcome back, everybody. And as always, these market update episodes are proving to be quite popular. People genuinely want to know what's happening out and about in Brisbane. And I think when the national news headlines start to um, turn to more negative sentiment, people want to understand what's happening at a local level. And that's what we always aim to do on the Brisbane Property Podcast. That is inform people um, of what's actually going on on the ground and what the data is telling us. Because Australia is not one single property market. And I think month to month, we're really starting to see that trend where different markets around the country are performing differently. And if we actually look at Brisbane, um, it's still had very strong performance throughout March for the data that's come through on the 1st of April. And it has maintained its position as the fastest growing capital city property market throughout all of Australia. Now, The house price growth does continue to outpace unit price growth in Brisbane, um, but the gap is actually closing. So we are starting to see some growth um, in that unit market. And remember, a unit is anything that's under a body corporate scheme or strata title scheme, as others may know it. Um, So it does include both units and townhouses. And we'll um, give some more information around that because the demand for townhouses has definitely been very strong in some of our premium locations. But yes, Brisbane's still fastest growing capital city market. Yeah, so March update, um, even though we are um, into April at the moment um, and approaching Easter um, this weekend. So um, this is for March, obviously, um, obviously off the back of what we've talked about previously, floods, those types of things going into Easter, that will have a little bit of an impact, obviously, this weekend. Um, Some agents might actually want to have a weekend off, which would be a bit strange. And um, that, that could have a little bit of effect on things like auction clear, clearance rates um, and those types of things as well. So supply. Yes, supply remains very tight. Um, and obviously off the back of the floods, um, we've talked previously about the fact that the supply levels after the 2011 floods really declined. Um, we are in a situation in Brisbane now where the total advertised stock levels are down 25.9% compared with where they were 12 months ago. And when we look at the long-term trends, we're actually down more than 40% below the previous five-year average for total listing volumes. So that gives you an indication of how little stock there is or how what a very low supply stock levels we have um, for properties that are listed on the major real estate portal. So supply levels really tight. And, and obviously, when, you, when you've got to keep that in mind of not just the supply level, but we're still getting a lot of interest. So we're still getting people from down south. We're still getting locals, people wanting to invest and people wanting to buy their properties in Brisbane. So having those supply levels even lower and, and so much lower than what they were you know, 12 months ago, um, that does put a lot of pressure on it. So 
Um, the listing side of things, obviously when we talk about listings and we look at realestate.com domain, those platforms, there are obviously there's not a major, not a massive amount to choose from um, when you look at that side of things. No, there's not. So um, when we compare the listing volumes here in Brisbane um, with those in Sydney and Melbourne, for example, it is apparent that there's higher stock levels in the other major capitals. Um, for example, um, larger volumes of properties are now coming to the market in Sydney and Melbourne. Um, and that's being combined with a drop in buyer demand. That's a very different market or very different market conditions to what we are experiencing here in Brisbane. So you've touched on it already, Scott, when we've got low supply, um, if we've also in a market where we've got correspondingly high demand, we will continue to see price growth. And that is exactly the situation that we are still seeing in Brisbane. So off the back of the floods, there was definitely a couple of weeks where we weren't sure what was happening in the market because everybody was in shock and buyers were sitting out of the market. Uh, but I think that that's definitely turned around and we can definitely see the number of buyers seeping back in. The volume of buyers, the number of buyers is not as strong as it was um, a few months ago, but it's still uh, there's still more buyers than there are sellers. And we can look at sales volumes to get an indication of how many properties are transacting. And compared to 12 months ago, uh, Brisbane has seen an increase in the number of transactions across the city of 62.8%. So that's indicating of that's very indicative of the high demand market that we are in. Um, and again, if we just look back at how that compares to Sydney, um, the, the number of transactions in Sydney is up 26.5% and Melbourne 51.4%. So Brisbane's definitely um, ahead of the other two major capital city markets when it comes to sales volumes as well. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously those sales volumes, um, when we look at that increasing, and it's a bit of an imbalance when you look at that and you say, you know, what the listing numbers are and the sales volumes, how they're both up, well, up or down, whichever way you want to put it, really. Listing volumes are, you know, are very low and the sales volumes are still high. So, you know, it's really imbalanced and it puts a lot of pressure on that market as well. Yeah, and I think when we look at the sales volumes and we break that down into a shorter period of time, we can look at the last quarter or the last three months instead of the last 12 months. And according to CoreLogic in Brisbane, um, sales volumes are actually um, increased slightly, whereas in Sydney, um, it's 39% lower um, and in Melbourne, it's 27% lower. So you can see that the number of transactions that are occurring in the other major capitals is starting to slow down, but that's not the same here in Brisbane. And this is really important for people to consider because our market is at a different stage in the cycle. Um, and it's another indicator that Australia is not one property market. So despite what some of the national news headlines might be saying about the property market, it's important to understand what's happening at a local level. So we talk about obviously um, property selling um, and the amount of people out. We, we have touched on this previously as well about um, Brisbane changing a little bit and in generally your southern states auctions were, were the flavour. Um, now we've talked about it previously with um, auctions here in Brisbane. They're becoming a lot more popular probably as you get closer to the CBD especially. Um, I did touch on earlier as well about Easter so this weekend could could change that a little bit, but auction clearance rates, I think they were, they were around 80 odd percent last week. Yeah, so in the two weeks after the floods, they really declined rapidly. We saw two weekends where clearance rates were as low as 42% and 53% according to Domain. Uh, but every week since then, the clearance rate has been increasing once again. And as you mentioned, 80% was the most recent clearance rate the weekend before Easter. Um, so we also had a huge number of auctions scheduled 
um, for that Super Saturday event. Um, and the fact that 80% of them sold under the hammer is indicative of the fact that, you know, the buyers um, and the sellers have, you know, aligned expectations. So that's a good result and it's um, it shows still a lot of strength in the Brisbane market. It's funny you say that. I actually just wrote down on my little notepad here, seller expectations. It's something I think just got a bit skew if there for a little bit um, when there was so much pressure on the market that sellers, their expectations went up. They expected more money. We had that, we showed that at some auctions that were, that were passing in and, and they weren't as, as strong in the, the last month or two. Um, it seems like that's probably now balanced a little bit more. Um, and obviously with 80% selling at auction last week, um, obviously the seller and, and the buyer's expectations are starting to become in line when you get those numbers up in those high percentages. And it's also indicative of the fact that it, we're in a strong demand market. So there's still a lot of buyers that are registering, admittedly, not as many uh, registered bidders per auction, but still sufficient to create competition. Um, and, you know, a lot of that's been coming through from that trend in interstate migration. So, you know, there's huge housing demand that's been caused by the volume of buyers that or the volume of people that have been relocating into Queensland. And if we look at that um, information throughout the September quarter, net migration into Queensland reached a new record high. And we work it out to be about 1,263 new residents um, relocated into Queensland every single week during that September quarter. So everyone that relocates needs somewhere to live. And of course, there's so much pressure also on our rental market, which we'll talk about a little bit later in this episode as well. But um, it gives you an indication where some of that demand is coming from. So 1,263 people migrating here each week. Obviously, we know what pressure is on the property market. Um, what are they doing up here? Are they just sitting on the beach? Or are they, <laughs> have they got jobs? Well, there's What's the employment side of it? There's been employment growth in Queensland. It's actually been quite spectacular over the last 12 months. Um, and that's indicative of an improving economy off the back of the lockdowns related to COVID-19. Um, so that's very positive. You know, there are job opportunities for people. And of course, that's a nationwide um, phenomenon at the moment as well. Um, I guess, as I mentioned, the key issue is where are these people going to live? Because, you know, vacancy is now at a record low here in Brisbane. And, you know, everyone that relocates um, either needs to rent or either needs to buy. And with listing volume so low and vacancy low so low um, and demand still high for both rentals and for property purchases, there's only one way at the moment that we can see prices going for rentals and um, property values, and that is up. Yeah, and I think when we talk about the employment side of it, if you just bring it down to, to what's actually happening out and about around the place, I mean, the governments are spending so much money on infrastructure up here. Um, Long-term-wise, we, we do talk about it all the time. We've got the Olympic Games. So, you know, there is infrastructure happening that the government's spending money on. The construction industry is completely under the pump at the moment. Um, I think if anyone is, is a tradesman or tradesperson, I should say, um, that, that's looking for work, um, come up to come up to Queensland and get a job because you know there, I know there's builders out there. I've got people I talk to all the time, and and they can't get workers. Um, so you know there's a massive amount of pressure on there. There's jobs there to be had, um, and obviously then that leads into buying property in, in an affordable market as well. And you know we're not going to bury our heads in the sand and pretend that we can't see what's going on around us. Of course, there's inflationary pressure. There is 
um, the risk of interest rate rises um, that will come this year. There's also, you know, international unrest. All of these things obviously um, can potentially dampen the demand in the months ahead for some buyers, not all buyers, but some buyers. Um, but at the moment, we're not seeing any impact from these things here in the Brisbane market. And I think it's important to understand that not all um, demographic groups will be impacted in the same way by these types of um, events. So it's understanding the market and it's understanding where you're buying and um, who may be impacted. And that's something that, um, you know, is important for you to unpack if you're looking to purchase property in Brisbane. So speaking of purchasing, pro purchasing property, I should say, um, market prices. So if we look at dwelling values. Yeah, so dwelling values, that's incorporating both units and townhouses. It's typically what's quoted in the media for price growth. We saw 2% price growth in dwelling values in Brisbane um, over the month of March. So the median dwelling value in Brisbane is now $749,293. And that's a further increase from last month of $26,860. If we look at the annual 12-month price growth for dwelling values in Brisbane, we are now 29.3% up on the prices from 12 months ago. Now, dwelling values, as we do say every time in, a, in an update, in case people are new, this is Greater Brisbane. Um, so it takes in Greater Brisbane, not just Brisbane City Council. Um, massive footprint, Greater Brisbane, if you look at it on um, realestate.com. So up 2% there. And if we break it down into, um, into the segments or dwelling values? Yeah, so we can look at the segments of the market um, in Brisbane and it's clear now for um, the last two months, we've observed the middle segment of the market growing at the fastest pace. So 7.8% growth in the middle part of the market, 7.3% um, growth in the bottom 25% of the market and 6.7% growth in the top 25% of the market. And that growth that I've quoted is for the past three months up to the end of February. So we're still now, for two months in a row, we're seeing the middle segment of the market grow at the fastest pace here in Brisbane. And if I just circle back to dwelling values, because a lot of the national news headlines focus on the major markets of Sydney and Melbourne, um, and both Sydney and Melbourne had price retraction during the month of um, March. So Sydney was down in dwelling values 0.2% um, and Melbourne down 0.1% and compared that to Brisbane that was up 2%. So really different markets, different market conditions um, and different drivers of supply and demand right now um, across the three major capitals on the East Coast. Sorry, I jumped ahead of myself there, obviously, with that segmentation side of things. So um, it's interesting when you jumped on those segments when, you know, we a few months ago, it was that that higher end, that top 75% that was that actually was in control and really pushing things ahead. There's not a major difference there, you know, 7.3, 7.8, um, It is fairly balanced um, when you look at that side of things as well. And it's indicative of the fact that, you know, um, potentially there's affordability constraints starting to come into the market. Uh, people are, you know, looking to purchase around that median value. There's more buyers at that level um, that are competing for stock, thus continuing to push those prices up. Um, but time will tell. The long-term trends um, are really what tells the story. Um, Short-term monthly uh, changes don't really indicate, um, you know, performance of, of different segments of the market. We really need to look at the long-term trends. So that probably reflects a little bit to what you said about the townhouse affordability side of it too, when you talk about that affordability side in that, median sort of price, 
that pushes you into that townhouse probably market as well. Absolutely. So dwelling values incorporate both units and houses. They're not specifically um, you know, focused on houses or units themselves. It's all grouped in together. So, you know, we've certainly seen through our own inquiry a shift from, you know, those that can no longer afford to be buying in the middle and inner ring suburbs uh, with their budget, uh, if they're looking for, um, you know, anything under a million dollars, quite often they're having to go to a townhouse to stay in the preferred location. So um, it's important to understand what your money will buy uh, before you actually start looking and start searching because otherwise the market can continue to shift on you and you'll be priced out before you know it. So if we break it up in different sections and, and we start with the housing side of it. Now, I, I know I mentioned that we're at episode 99. I'm not sure how long ago, but it doesn't feel, that, feel like that long ago when we said, we, you know, medium price for houses was 700,000 and I think we we were sort of over $800,000 and it was, you know, it doesn't seem that long ago. What's happening on the, the housing side at the moment in the, um, the market? Yeah, well, I feel like every month I'm saying we've reached a new record high and Brisbane house prices have yet again reached a new record high at the end of March. Current median values for houses across all of Greater Brisbane is now $856,731. Um, throughout March, we saw a further increase in the housing sector of the market of 2.1% here in Brisbane. You might recall in February, the housing market grew 1.9%. So we've had further price acceleration um, throughout the month, the month of March here in Brisbane. Now, if we look at the 12-month change in Brisbane house prices, that's been that's up 32.1%. Now, that's the strongest 12-month house price growth across all capital cities throughout Australia, as well as all rest of state regions throughout Australia, according to the CoreLogic data. So that's huge growth. Um, it is significant um, and it has topped the nation um, when we look at those um, segments of the market and rest of state regions. So, you know, really good for those that have been in the market to ride that wave of capital growth. It has been a long time coming. Um, the fundamentals were in place and, um, you know, it seems that for a lot of people, they've been able to you know, lock in that equity over the last 12 months. And, and there's a bit of a cost of um, not being in the market. Um, when you look at that, the house is $28,000, just over $28,000 per month. Um, there, there is a cost of missing out and not being in that market as well. So uh, unit unit prices, interested in this. Um, we've been watching the unit sector for a little bit um, and watching it pretty close to see what's happening on that. Yeah, so again, positive price growth in the unit sector of Brisbane throughout March, 1.6% growth this month compared to 1.5% last month. So slight increase in terms of the growth momentum, it is picking up. Um, the last 12 months has seen price growth in the unit section um, of the market of 15.1%. Current median values across Greater Brisbane four units sitting at 479,562. And that's $11,169 more than just one month ago. It's always important to understand when you are negotiating on a property what the monthly price growth has been because I know for a lot of people that we partner with um, in helping them to understand what to pay um, and, you know, should we pay that extra $5,000 or not, often it's good to quantify what um, the market growth um, has been for the last month or so because when you can see price growth on a month by month basis at the median value, um, you'll recall in the housing sector, $28,556 worth of price growth every month. Um, and in the unit market, $11,169,000 of price growth every month. If you're wondering whether to pay that extra three or $5,000 to secure the perfect home or the right investment, um, you just have to consider what that looks like from an opportunity cost perspective. Um, and you can see that with price growth, that 
that's happening that rapidly throughout the city, often it's worth stretching that little bit just to secure the property to get into the market as opposed to continuously missing out and potentially still being in the market to buy three months from now um, and the market shifted yet again. And, and I think, you know, without not being desperate or anything like that, but I, we get asked sometimes why, um, why people are, should I, should I just wait, you know, what's, what else is going to come up and what's around the corner? Um, just have a look at the listing volumes. Um, there's not a lot, not a lot that we're seeing around the corner, um, and that is also coming up. So, um, if we go to the rental market and let's have a chat on uh, vacancy rates. Look, vacancy rates in Brisbane are now at the lowest level on record since 2005. So according to SQM research data, citywide Brisbane is now sitting at a vacancy rate of 0.7%. Now we can break that down into the various um, regions of Brisbane. The Beanley Corridor remains unchanged compared with last month. We're still at 0.4%. Um, The Brisbane CBD now at 1.7%. You'll recall during the worst of the pandemic, the CBD vacancy rates were as high as 14%. So to see such rapid recovery, um, it's it's astonishing, to be honest. Um, And from last month, we've seen a shift, a further decline of uh, 0.9% in that inner city market in the CBD. So really getting tight there in terms of um, rental vacancies as well. East Brisbane currently sitting at 0.7%. So that's down 0.4% again from last month. Inner Brisbane sitting at 1.1%. It's also down 0.5% from last month. So there's tightening across the city. Ipswich 0.5%. So that's tightened a further at 0.2% in the last month. Southeast Brisbane down to 0.5%. That's reduced a further 0.1%. Uh, Southern Brisbane currently sitting at 0.7% vacancy, so that's down 0.3%. And finally, West Brisbane currently sitting at 0.7% and it's tightened a further 0.1% over the last month. So all areas except Beanley have um, seen a further reduction in the vacancy rate uh, between uh, February and, or sorry, January and February. So we are really in a critical condition where we're not seeing a lot available to rent. And of course, that's having a huge um, impact on asking rents. So the 12 month change for that, I mean, that's, sorry, back on that that percentage, I'm just a bit, I'm a bit gobsmacked at, at, at the, the low rates. I mean, that is a massive amount of pressure for people that are looking to rent a property. Um, and when you look at, obviously, the migration from you know, within Australia and then also international migration going to happen. Um, it's just a, there's a lot of pressure on that um, vacancy rate sort of thing and, and the rental market. So, um, oh, look, I think if you've got a rental property, um, you, you're pretty safe to know you're going to get a tenant, that's for sure. And I think that there's, you know, very strong upward pressure on rents and we can look at the 12-month change in asking rents again from SQM data, Brisbane houses have seen asking rents increase 21.2% over the last 12 months and units have seen asking rents increase 7.9%. So that's actually a huge increase in the expectations um, from the landlords in terms of what they they should be renting their properties for. And it's, it's a result of the fact that there's not a lot available to rent because vacancy rates are so low, um, the number of properties available in a given location to rent um, is is really tight and therefore when tenants are applying quite often they're actually putting um, forward applications at a, an amount that's higher than the asking rent um, and that's they're also you know providing six months 
of payments of rent upfront um, just to secure properties and, and providing lots of other incentives so that the landlord chooses them. So we are in a critical situation in terms of um, a lack of stock available to rent here in Brisbane. Um, and we look at different corridors in terms of how those asking rents have changed over the last 12 months. The Beanley Corridor in the housing markets, um, rents have, the asking rents have increased 29.8% over 12 months and in units 13.9%. In the Brisbane CBD, the asking rents have not changed anywhere near as much. Now, you'll recall that the vacancy rates um, have been a lot higher in the CBD until the most recent months. So the housing sector asking rents in the CBD have only increased 6.1% and the unit sector 1.6%. So that's the, um, the lowest level of rental price uh, growth that we've seen in that inner city market. East Brisbane housing rents, um, asking rents increased 24.8% and asking unit rents increased 14.7%. In inner Brisbane suburbs, housing rents um, increased 22.5% units, 6.8%. Out in Ipswich, um, asking rents for houses up 20.1% and for units up 0.8%. In northern Brisbane, asking rents for houses up 19.9% and for units up 9%. Southeast Brisbane, housing rents up 21.5% and unit rents up 2.8%. Southern Brisbane, housing rents are up 21.9%, units up 9.7%. And finally, in Western Brisbane, housing rents have increased 17.5% and units 5.7%. What I will say is across every sub-region of Brisbane, the asking rents for both houses and units are on the increase. And in some areas, rents have increased a lot more than others. And I think that's really important to understand, not only if you are an investor, because if you are renewing a tenancy agreement with an existing um, tenant, you need to be aware of what's happening in the market. But also, if you are a tenant, you need to be prepared that the cost of living may have increased. Um, and therefore, you need to budget for that when your um, rental renewal comes around. So really critical to understand what's happening out there in the market around Brisbane. It's, I mean, it's amazing though, that again, those amounts that have they've gone up, the only one that's probably the lowest or is, is probably low low-ish, I suppose, is Brisbane CBD. But, you know, look at that. Look at what it's happened. It's actually dropped that vacancy rates down so much. Uh, it will be interesting to see if that continues that way or now that it's dropped so low, whether they start to ask a bit more for rent um, in that area as well. Yeah, so I think that gives a good summary in terms of what's actually happening out there in the Brisbane market. Um, when we look at gross yields, um, obviously with Prout, house prices increasing a lot more than rents in the last 12 months. Um, yields have been compressing. We do expect those rents to start to recover now that vacancy is so low. So if we look at gross rental yields across all of Greater Brisbane in the housing sector, it's sitting at 3.3% and the unit sector gross yields are now at 4.7%. So out and about on the ground, um, I suppose once we've covered most of that area now, but what we, what we actually see um, and what we're seeing out and about on the ground. As you know, our team's out all week, all weekends, um, and we're out and about seeing what's happening, talking to agents, getting some feedback, talking to buyers. So I think one thing we're probably seeing is, is probably some less buyers, um, less amount of buyers, and maybe a little bit more selective in, yeah. in what they're buying. Absolutely. The volume of buyers has definitely decreased, but the quality is still there. And what I mean by that, instead of potentially seeing 10 or 15 offers on a property under multiple offer. We might be only seeing three or five offers made on properties. So still uh, more buyers than sellers. And 
Uh, the thing is that the, the buyers that are still in the market are still buyers with deep pockets because we're not really seeing any price retraction whatsoever. Um, in fact, prices are still on the up. So until we have a market where we've got an equal number of buyers and sellers, um, we're still going to see that upward pressure on prices, uh, which is something that we've experienced now month on month um, for more than 12 months. So definitely fewer buyers, but the quality of those buyers is definitely still there. Auctions? I think the auctioneers are, and agents with those auctioneers are probably working a little bit harder. Yeah, definitely. The auctions that our team have attended, um, there's fewer offers, uh, sorry, fewer auctions that sell um, without a pause and some negotiations taking place now. That was uh, very common throughout sort of November and December. Everything was selling very quickly at auction. Um, now the auctioneers and the agents are having to work a little bit harder to bring buyers up to the reserve. Um, but um, as we've pointed out earlier, uh, we had a few weeks where auction clearance rates were a lot lower, but um, that seems to have recovered last weekend and we expect that trend to continue into the weeks ahead. And from our side of it, um, being buyers agents, um, not that they weren't our friends, they always are our friends, but agents become a little bit more friendly with us these days. I think we're getting a few more phone calls where we're talking to a lot more agents and we're probably getting a few more pre-market and off-market opportunities. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, that's always indicative of the fact that um, their phones might not be really ringing as um, frequently as they were in previous months. And so they are looking for buyers, especially on listings that um, may not be those A-grade listings. Now, you know, we were seeing everything sell very quickly, um, especially in the latter months of 2021. Now we're starting to see some properties that, um, you know, might have some um, issues. They might be in areas where there's housing commission or they might be flood impacted um, or they might have be on main roads. They will sit on the market a little bit longer now and they're not selling as quickly as they were. Um, so the market is starting to slow down in terms of its speed and especially the quality of the assets. People are becoming a little bit more selective, which is always what happens when the market starts to cool a little as well. And I think, as I mentioned earlier, sellers' expectations. I think they're probably balancing a little bit and starting to meet the market as well. Um, so the future? Yeah, of course, you know, we've got an up and coming federal election um, and that creates a level of uncertainty for a lot of people. We've also got inflationary pressures um, where there's going to be higher costs of living for people and that can possibly weigh on housing demand as well. Um, there's the risk of rising interest rates. Um, there's a lot of talk about when rates will rise um, and that will be at some stage in the future. Um, all of that said, Brisbane, you know, still is in a situation of very low supply and high demand. Those things can impact on the demand for some buyers. Um, we, though, still have relative affordability compared to larger markets of Sydney and Melbourne. Um, and that low supply environment will really help to support those prices um, into the future until we see a huge increase in the number of listings available here in Brisbane, we still expect to see that demand out-tip supply. So there's definitely um, a lot to be optimistic about here in Brisbane. Uh, we've also got that improving economy, uh, low unemployment levels. Um, those factors also can lead to employment income growth, and that also helps to maintain housing demand. So while the cost of living increases, if people's incomes also increase, it sort of um, outweighs that impact to some extent. Now, there's been some recent announcements with the federal budget as well that have meant more incentives for first home buyers. Um, so that's positive for the property market as a whole. We expect interstate and overseas migration to be positive. That's going to continue to maintain housing demand here in Brisbane. Um, and I think that's going to put further pressure on the market in the months ahead. Yeah, definitely. So 
still affordable, um, still beautiful weather too. I didn't touch that at the start, but always beautiful weather here in Brizzy. Um, you know, it's affordable as we talked about that affordability, whether it's the houses or as you mentioned about townhouses as well. Um, and that part of the market coming in there, I think that's, there's a lot of pressure on that area as well. Long-term wise, as we always talk about is the Olympics, um, that is up and coming. So, you know, that will keep things moving ahead and, and with all that migration as well, I, I look, it's still positive. Um, look, it's been a pretty good market update there. I think there's some amazing numbers and figures that have come out of it. As I say, if you want to have a read through, have a look at the blog that Melinda's put together. Um, but as usual, I will let Melinda wrap it up. Um, leading into Easter, wish everyone a really happy, safe Easter. Spend some time with your family, friends, and enjoy yourself. Um, in between a little bit of work, Melinda and I are going to spend some time watching our boys play in the National Water Polo Championships here in Brisbane. So hopefully they can have a win with the University of Queensland Barras and um, bring home some silverware for, for us to have a look at and that we'll be very proud of them anyway. So <laughs> I will let Melinda wrap it up. Um, we'll come back next week and tell you that they won, hopefully, and um, talk again next week. It's been great talking. Talk soon ne next week. Bye for now. Yes, thanks for joining us once again, everyone. I hope that the market update has provided you with enough information to have certainty that there's no slowdown yet here in Brisbane, despite the recent flood events, despite international unrest and all of the other downside risks. Um, we do maintain our view that the property market as a whole in Brisbane does um, remain very strong and we're very optimistic about the months ahead. Um, as Scott has um, already said, we do wish you and your families a very happy Easter. We hope you do get to spend some time with your loved ones. Uh, we look forward to bringing you our 100th episode next week here on the Brisbane Property Podcast. And until then, happy Easter and we will be in touch again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.